0: Welcome to I Quit Wine. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm thrilled you're here. If you're sick and tired of having a little bit more than you'd planned to drink, and you're ready to change your relationship with wine, then you're in the right place. If you have a serious problem with alcohol, this isn't the place for you. Please get the help you need. Speak to your medical practitioner. But if you're ready to live a hangover-free life, well, then keep on listening. I'm thrilled to have you here. Hello, Sarah Louise Leather here with another episode, of I Quit Wine. And I am in the midst of recording lots of lovely stuff for I Quit Wine Academy. I am super excited about it. It's going to be released into the world. Any minute now, and um, I'm kind of blown away by all of the emails I've received and the messages on Instagram. So, yes, hold on tight. It is coming. It is coming. It's a 90 day program, but it's actually going to be a little bit longer than that. Um, so, it is, yeah, I'll be speaking more about that later. So, today's episode is all about beliefs and wine. Because this is such an important part of having a much healthier relationship with it, is that if you still have the fundamental belief that your life is somewhat less than if you're not drinking, then we have a problem. (laughs) And it's not a problem if it's not a problem for you, but if you listen to this podcast, it probably is a problem for you. It was a problem for me, it's a problem for a lot of the women I speak to. And some men, there are some men emailing me and uh, they say, like, I know you're speaking to women, but I'm here listening and it's really helping. So that is wonderful. Um, I mean, I get so many emails that are just talking about, um, you know, they say things like, um, I found your podcast today. I've binge listened to all the episodes and I've listened to some of them numerous times and really appreciate you talking about beliefs and wants Um, and one woman said like that really caught my heart and that catches my heart when I read something like that Um, so that's why I'm here I am here to share personally and professionally um, which I think is an amazing mix um, to really help you to have a much better life on the other side of Wine, life after wine, I think I've started calling it life after wine. So the thing is, you know, as I said, there's a problem when you think that your life is is not great without alcohol. If you listen to anybody talking about organizations such as Alcohol Anonymous and maybe talking about alcoholics and people who are alcoholics or dry alcoholics, they've stopped drinking, but they are still white knuckling, sometimes 20 or 30 years down the track of just using willpower every day, not to drink that day. And although that's they are not the people that I'm talking to here on this podcast um it's uh more for the gray area drinkers you know sitting somewhere between the hardly ever drinking and the drinking way 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 too much um you know what I mean because you're here um and what they mean by that is like somebody can stop drinking but still have all of the underlying problems because they are still maybe craving it or wanting it and not everybody's in that situation of course and I am not an expert in that kind of severe addiction I understand addiction I've done quite a lot of study in it but um when it comes to uh, that kind of addiction where very often some kind of medical treatment or some kind of medical rehab or medical detox. When I was a nurse, I saw quite a lot of it. Um, but um, that is not, as I said, what I'm here for. But what's happening is that stopping drinking is just one part of it. It's one part of the, the bigger picture. The rest of and it's probably only 10-20% of it. The other 80 to 90% is what's called emotional sobriety or um, the yeah the rest of the picture. Uh, and what that means is doing the work so that you finally realize and get, get a, a really deep belief that life is way better without alcohol and you actually don't want it you don't you stop wanting to moderate you stop wanting to just have little bits so you're not missing out you start getting instead of fomo the fear of missing out it's jomo the joy of missing out on that and having something else instead like one woman emailed me and said like she heard me talking on I think it's the podcast before this one about going out to dinner with my son and his partner and how I had this beautiful glass for alcohol free Riesling and my son had a sip and said oh I'm going to order a glass of that and she said like she, she nearly felt like she was sitting there at the table with me and that she felt the joy of just really having a beautiful night out with very special people And really enjoying gorgeous food and not having to have the alcohol part of the wine. And I get like non-alcohol drinks, um, alcohol-free drinks can be a bit of a trigger for some people like it's 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 too it's too close to the real thing um and i get that some people just don't like them as well um i don't really like like sweet mocktails and things like that they don't really get they don't really do it for me um and i'm not i i have to be i'm mindful of how much sugar i have as well for my lots of different health things that are going on so or that I have a tendency towards, um, that I am overcoming. And uh, and not drinking is a big part of that. And losing weight, it's another thing that I'm going to be speaking about a lot in the program in, in I Quit Wine Academy is not putting on weight when you stop drinking because that was always a problem with me before and I'm going to do a whole episode on that. And we're going to be doing a, a, a some great trainings on that in the program because... That can be a real problem for people. Yeah, you hear about people that stop drinking and say, oh, "I lost ten pounds or twenty pounds effortlessly when I stopped drinking." And the rest of us, a lot of us, put on ten pounds or twenty pounds when we stop because we turn into a sugar monster and just eat everything in sight to compensate for not drinking. And even I even found that when I like when I was only drinking a little bit, very infrequently, it was still that was still kind of going on. Mixed with menopause and with lots of other things as well, um, so the joy of the belief shifting is really the the root of it. The root of really stepping into this glorious, beautiful, simple alcohol free life. And then you look around at people that are doing the moderate drinking, and you kind of think like. Why? Why would you bother that? Like, why don't you like there's so much else because I kind of feel like all well, I got to the stage where even that the last couple of times that I drank um, weren't weren't very much. It's been a long time since I've had a, you know, a hangover or anything like that. But it's really is even very small amounts of alcohol, I could kind of feel. I could kind of feel the next day. And it's not what I wanted. I don't want my brain to be dulled in any way. I think our brains are such such an incredible organ, and as we get older, we kind of appreciate them a lot more. And it's lovely to look after it, and it's um, lovely to do the very best for your health and your well being. And it becomes a a Uh, perpetual cycle then, (laughs) once you're not drinking and you're eating better and uh, maybe it's definitely sleeping better and hormones work better, everything works better and you feel better so you do, you very often do kind of more exercise and look after yourself more, have better relationships, that decreases stress and just everything improves. Um, One mistake I made many years ago, it was the first time I stopped for a year, and I kind of kept having the thoughts that I thought that everything would be better. I kind of thought stopping drinking was going to solve all my problems, and I wasn't at all invested in my alcohol-free life. I was just kind of not drinking and carrying on the same, and that's the difference. That's where the real belief work comes in, of actually really working on that belief that life is so much better without it, and building up new new habits, really, new habits, new ways of being. A lot of this is, is wrapped in your identity, because when your identity is wrapped around having alcohol, well, then when it's gone... It's like about nearly like reinventing your identity as somebody who is not drinking. And that can leave us, if we're not doing the work on ourselves, if we're not doing the personal growth work, which is just the most incredible opportunity, if we're not doing that, then we can start feeling kind of numb. And it can make you actually want to go back to drinking because you are got just feeling kind of nothing. And that's how I felt when I stopped for a year and then stopped for two years. It was just like kind of feeling really dull and really boring. I'm just like, don't love this life. Um, I thought, like, I'd actually rather feel, a, you know, the high from drinking and then the the real low of a hangover to be feeling more. And it may sound completely bad, but or maybe it is something you can really relate to. Um, and that's why that's why I'm doing this podcast. And that's why I have created the um, the academy is so that this work is done and it just gets better and better Then, rather than just existing. Um, so I'd love to know what you think about that. How do you feel about that? Have you experienced that? Feel free to pop me a DM on Instagram at uh, iquitwine underscore with Sarah or the email IQW standing for iquitwine with Sarah at gmail.com. And uh, yes, another exciting update is the website. It's coming very, very soon my son is a web developer and he is uh he is starting work on the website so which will be great so that'll be a lovely home for the podcast and for um some information about the academy and some other really interesting useful supportive things as well that i'd love to share with you so um that is what i want to share with you today all about like your belief and knowing that when the work is done on that belief then there is joy instead of fear jomo instead of fomo around alcohol and i'm not going to say that every once in a while there maybe might be a little ping a little thought or something but there are so many ways to to just manage that and it gets less and less over time um, and it really is the, it really is such an opportunity to get to know yourself in a whole new way and in a really good way. And that's another reason why I'm starting the Academy. So because it's far more fun with friends, it's far more fun with other people that get it. Because every single email I'm reading from women all over the world are telling me pretty much the same thing, that they keep trying to stop They stop for a while and they struggle to stay stopped, or they have managed to stop for a while, but they know there's more. They know there's more on the other side of it. And that's what I know that that's this is just such a big part of my purpose here, I think. And I think this is why I had my own struggles with it and why my path has led me to here to really help as many people as I can who want to have a much better. Life without alcohol, and uh, I will be back with you really, really soon. If you want to hear more about the academy, pop me an email I- iqw with Sarah at gmail.com, um or a message on on Instagram, and it will be with you. The information about it will be with you in the coming days. It's very exciting. If you listen to this podcast later, or then just um again pop me an email or the website will probably be live the iquickwine.com website will probably be live and uh am really excited about i have had that url i have had that domain name the iquickwine.com for years and years and years and i'm like one day one day one day um because i've got a big uh, quite a very established coaching business um and uh um that this has been this has been there coming and going for years, and now it's yeah it's um I can see how there's a need. I thought, well, there's enough people in the world doing this kind of work, but I think you need to find your person. And I know when you know I like to find my person to give me the support that I need at different stages of my journey. So um, if you feel like I might be your person. <laughs> to get in touch and I would love to see you in the Academy um, as soon as it starts very, very soon. So I'll be back with you very soon. And if there's any topics you'd really love me to speak to, do do pop me a message and I will be very, very happy to uh, do some um, speak about it. So for now, lots and lots of love. Take very, very good care of yourself. And I'll be back with you very soon. The next episode actually is going to be an interview with one of my um, clients, a gorgeous woman who came on retreat with me a few years ago. Uh, It was a business and coaching retreat that I ran, but uh, alcohol was uh, a very interesting topic there. So um, I can't wait to share that with you. So I'll be back with you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to hear more, I would love you to subscribe to the show and a rating review would be so, so welcome. And pop along and see me on Instagram at I underscore with Sarah and feel free to pop me a DM and say hi and tell me what you've loved about the show. I'll be back with you really soon with another episode. Bye for now.